Hey everybody, it's me, Preston Jensen, and welcome to my podcast today. I've got some sweet topics for you. Hello everybody, welcome to season number two, episode 16 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Today, I am doing a lunch hour podcast. Uh, Hopefully, it's going to be a quick episode so I can get everything edited and uploaded uh, on my lunch break. It is gorgeous out today. It says it's going to be up to 70 degrees, and I want to take advantage of probably one of our last nice evenings in North Dakota as far as temperature goes. Uh, Looks like it's supposed to get uh, pretty cool coming up here. And I want to take advantage of that nice weather. Uh, last week it froze hard, got down to about 25 degrees, I think. All our flowers uh, died, even though I covered them up. I was so disappointed. We had a nice uh, batch of flowers in front of our house. And uh, I thought, well, if I cover them up, they're right next to the house. They'll survive. But it got too cold. And uh, in a way... That's good because it it gave me time to get them all pulled out uh, when the weather was nice, uh, get the flower beds ready for next year. So now my garden is taken out, my flowers are taken out, and uh, I'm ready for next year's growing season. So our house looks a little less pretty, but uh, it's ready to go for winter. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about uh, the DJI Mini 3 Pro drone. I've had it now for a couple weeks, uh, maybe a little bit longer than that, and uh, I'm very impressed with it. Uh, I've seen a lot of questions on forums and whatnot. Could you use the Mavic 3 Mini Pro for commercial use? Uh, My answer after using it is I think absolutely. Um, It gives you a lot of flexibility in post um, to do you know, basically whatever you want to do with the content. Uh, I, I feel like it's very high quality in some ins- instances. I think it's even better quality than my bigger drone. And uh, uh, there were a few things that surprised me about the drone when I got it. When I opened it up, the first thing I thought is, man, I cannot believe how small this is, even though uh, if you know me, you know that I've seen every review possible on this drone before I purchased it. And uh, when I actually opened it up myself in person, the drone was a lot smaller than I actually expected and lighter. You know, the drone is only 249 grams, so it keeps it under that threshold, uh, that important mark that the FAA has set. And uh, it does feel very light. Uh, Some may say it, it would even feel on the cheaper end, but... That feeling is just because it's made to be light. Uh, It seems like, uh, so far from my testing, a very durable drone, Um, even though I haven't uh, ran it into anything. I I baby my equipment a lot. I mean, I always make sure the gimbal protector's on the gimbal. I always make sure it's in a safe spot in its case. And, uh, And I also decided to go with a uh, remote controller that has the screen built into it. And that has been one of the biggest improvements on my workflow as a drone operator. Uh, owning a drone business uh, is having that remote controller with the integrated screen because, yeah, I've talked about it before. It sounds lazy, 
And it kind of is lazy. When you get to a job site, you don't want to have to take your phone out of the case, hook it up to the controller, and use your phone. Now I can get to the uh, location I'm shooting uh, after I've got all my checklists completed and I have got all my flight preparation done. I just have to get there, turn on the remote controller. It's all paired with my drone, and away I go. And uh, the thing I thought I would dislike about the smart controller is that I wouldn't be able to download all of the content onto my phone right when I was done with the project. So in the past, uh, what I typically do is I take my shots, I download them onto my phone directly from the drone, and that way, and this is a little redundant here, I always tell myself it, it gives me a little backup just in case something happens to the drone in between the time I leave the job and get back to my house to edit. Uh, just in case uh, something would happen to the SD card, I mean, you never know, um, I would have a backup on my phone. So even though the backup is JPEG images, and I always shoot JPEG plus RAW, and the reason I do that is it gives you a lot more flexibility to edit the colors and, and uh, exposure in post if you have RAW files as opposed to JPEG. And then after I edit those files, I convert them back to JPEG to send out to my customers. So... Uh, I thought that would be the biggest issue is I wouldn't be able to do that one little extra step of redundancy to save my files onto my phone. However, I was pleasantly surprised that all you have to have is an app on your phone and you can go right onto your smart controller and say connect to your phone and it'll just download them uh, like magic over to your cell phone. So uh, that was... A very pleasant surprise to figure that out. Uh, it's coming very handy. I'm able to download my photos just like I would in the past and not have to use my cell phone as the uh, or for the remote controller. So I've really enjoyed that. Now some things that uh, just seem a little backwards to me as far as the drone goes. Uh, the SD card itself, the micro SD card, is inserted into the back of the drone, but it's inserted to me, what I would say, upside down. Uh, to me, I would think the uh, writing and the paint of the card would be facing up when you slide it into the back, but in actuality, it's facing down. So that caught me off guard. Uh, when I first got it, I was trying to put it in, and it wasn't going in. I was thinking, well, it couldn't be upside down, but it actually is. Uh, another thing that uh, threw me for a little loop is I got the Flymore bundle, which includes a couple extra batteries. It has a charging station, and it's got uh, the case for the drone if uh, you want to transport your drone, which of course you would. So gives you a little case. Um, the one thing that threw me off is that the charging station, you can charge three batteries and what I thought was at once. In the past, uh, the uh, DJI products that I've had is able to charge the batteries, and how they charge them is one battery charges. When that reaches max capacity, the next battery will start charging. But while you're doing that, you're able to charge your controller, 
Well, on the Mini 3 Pro, uh, you're not able to do that. Uh, you have to charge each battery, each battery until it's completely full. Once each battery is full, then it will start charging your controller. So if you want to just charge your controller, you got to make sure uh, the batteries are not in the charger itself, and uh, you'll be able to get around that that way. Another thing that was kind of a surprise to me is that if you just use a regular like phone adapter to plug in the charger, it'll take forever to charge your DJI um, batteries. And uh, so I actually had to buy a separate charging brick from DJI to charge these batteries and this controller. So even though uh, the drone may sound like it's cheap, uh, by the time you buy the DJI Carefresh, you buy the extra battery brick, you buy the Flymore combo, it's still around $2,000 by the time it's all said and done. Uh, but even at that price, it is a great price for a wonderful product. A product I think I'll use quite a bit more than my other drones just because of the size of the drone. It's so small, I'll be able to take it with me on vacation. Uh, even though... Uh, a lot of times when I go on vacation, I don't like to bring my drone. It's kind of a job, and uh, I feel like if I'm not doing a drone job and I'm on vacation, I want to take a little break from that. So uh, a lot of people ask me, oh, you didn't bring your drone on vacation? And I think, uh, yeah, that is weird that I wouldn't bring my drone on vacation, but at the same time, it's nice to just take a break from it every once in a while. Um well, for the first time ever, I've bought filters for this drone, and uh, so far I've been having a lot of uh, good use out of those filters. Um, the reason for that is it's a very low aperture, and if you want to adjust shutter speed and stuff, which you, you will want to because it's pretty wide open, it's great in low light, um, you'll probably want to get some filters with the drone as well. And so that also adds to the price of this drone. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's one other thing that caught me off guard about it. Can't think of it right now. Uh, but so far, it's been a wonderful drone. I love that you're able to uh, capture 16 by 9 and then flip it vertically. Uh, everyone knows shorts and uh, Instagram reels are a huge thing right now. So when you're able to capture something with full resolution without cropping in, uh, that makes a big difference. Uh, I've also had a lot of good luck taking verti vertical pictures and stitching them them together, uh, creating a super high resolution photo. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see uh, what I can come up with and what kind of images I can make uh, using that. And if you want to see images that I make, uh, those super high resolution ones, go to my website. Uh, you can Find it at jensenairllc.com or prestonjensen.com, and you'll be able to uh, navigate from there to see uh, my gallery of photos. Um, but, yeah, I, I created one super high-resolution photo of the Highline Bridge. It captures the entire Highline Bridge, and uh, it's very high-resolution. I was thinking, man, this is an awesome photo. Unfortunately, um, social media kind of isn't the place for a photo like that because it really 
dumbs down the resolution and it just doesn't do it justice. So I haven't been able to post any of those things on social media. Um, so that's why I say if you want to see something like that, I actually haven't got them uploaded to my website yet. But stay tuned in the future. I hopefully will. Um, if you have any other questions about the Mavic 3 Pro, I'd be willing to test them out for you guys and uh, talk about it on a later episode. But so far, I'm loving it. It seems like a, a wonderful drone. It seems like um, uh, one of the things, and this, this is one of the things I was going to, uh, I just remembered what I was going to say, is that it surprises me that a drone this size can handle the wind as well as it does. Uh, I've had a few drone jobs where it's been a little bit breezy uh, to the point where I bring my old, bigger drone just in case, and the Mini 3 Pro has been able to handle it uh, very well. And it, it does bounce around a little bit more in the air, uh, but when you get home and you're editing, it's the photos are sharp, the videos are smooth, so it does a wonderful job with that. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's episode. Uh, stay tuned. I'm sure I'll talk about this drone a whole lot more on this podcast. And uh, if you have any questions about it, please reach out to me. Um, I think there's even a talkback feature on Anchor. Uh, that's where I host this podcast. If uh, you're not familiar with uh, Anchor, head over to that website. I think I, I haven't done it myself, actually, where... I've put in or I've submitted a talk back, but if I get any of those in the future, I might incorporate them into the podcast itself. And uh, I don't know, I think that'd be a fun way to connect with uh, you listeners. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate uh, all the feedback and I look forward to talking with you next week. 